And now the conclusion to Otis Carr's A Message to the 20th Century. Do I think that within this codex there's the blueprints to a fourth dimensional spacecraft? Maybe. For me, it was just an interesting experience. I gained a lot of different perspectives and some new skills and new understandings and appreciations of that time. It was a very interesting time, the 50s, for a lot of this extraterrestrial UFO stuff. And there could be more to dig into there. However, look, I'll leave it up to you. The religious stuff was very heavy again. However, if you look at it as an allegory, maybe it's the key. Angus joined me again to finish this one off. Always like sitting down with Angus and I really appreciate his time. And look, I think we're going to do some more readings. We're going to look into a few different things and explore this type of medium a bit more because I think it has some value and is is interesting and gives everybody a, a different perspective. I don't have too much more, guys. I really want you to get into this one. It is very interesting times. I'm still very, very concerned. However, always remember that you can find a space to learn, to enjoy company. The best things in life are free. Don't ever forget that. Be kind, be cool, stay safe, engage discipline, look after yourselves, and we'll talk soon. Cheers. It's a three-peat. We're like the bulls from the 90s, man. And how long has it been since you hey. did back-to-back-to-back podcasts? Oh, right. Yeah. I was like, hey. Um, I don't know. Shit. That's been a hot minute. It's been a little while. Probably what? a couple of years, I would say. Yeah, it's been a fair while. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome, man. I'm really, I've really enjoyed your company going on this uh, journey with Otis. Me too. Uh, it feels like the beginning. Of something, yeah, you know what I mean. I, f- I feel like this should be a new section. Yeah, look, we I have thought about obscure it. books. Have you thought know, about like it. like Otis Cars, and just read obscure stuff. Look, it, it, there's there could be leaks to that. So we left off uh, with Otis last week. Um, after a cataclysm described as remember it was described as like a ball of light, like a nuclear blast. Yep. But it was uh, brought on by the vanity of man. Yeah. Or brought on through the vanity of man through Lucifer. Remember, Lucifer featured heavily mm-hmm. in uh, last week's episode. Oh, I remember it being heavily uh, religious. Yeah. Um, and I, want, I made a few uh, little asterisks here before we crack on. Oh, yeah. Um, nuclear blast, mm-hmm. right? You know how we've talked about... I had a few thoughts on this. First one was all the writings we see back through history are seen through the lens of their time. Mm-hmm. So he's describing a cataclysm about 10,000 years ago, right? Yeah. That's That's what he was talking about. Could be an impact event. Well, this what is the greatest cataclysm that he is aware of in 1958? Like, that's 13 years after the bomb was dropped, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that is... And they, they were still regularly testing back then, too, if yeah. you think about that. So, yeah. And the bombs were getting much bigger. So the only lens that he had to view that through was like a nuclear blast. Yes. Yeah. Um, then I thought... 
what about the nuclear glass that they're finding in India and the Vimana and there's the mm-hmm. evidence of nuclear type impacts yep. with the Trinitite and stuff like that have been found all over the globe. Mm. And there is there was talk of a you know, a war to end all wars between the whatever it is. Yeah. You know, so maybe it could have been. But don't forget, and one of the pyramids we didn't get to, but we looked at it a little bit. You know, there's that pyramid in Egypt that's exploded from the inside. I don't remember it. I do. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there yeah, is one. That, there is one that yeah. looks like it's exploded from the inside. And it's got char marks and stuff like that. Yeah. And it gets left off everything, mm. and it's sort of behind. It's a bit out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not small. However, yeah. it looks like it's exploded from the inside. Right. And blasted that rock into the air, basically. Right. Yeah. Cool. What if we are talking about energy weapons? You know, we, let, 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 oh, let me let me take you back to the Ark of the Covenant powering the Great Pyramid, mate. Yeah, yep. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. What you know? Because there well, is that. What if? What if? Even if? Even if we did have cataclysmic um, comet impacts, what if those comments? Ah, uh, comments. Comments. Comets weren't random. What if they were directed? What if? What if tech? What if an alien technology got to such a level where instead of using their own energy, they just redirect large sections of rock out of the asteroid belt? Well, you f- you forget Bruce Fenton's work, where after the silicon, you know, after the after the silicon ship crashes, after the silicon chip crashes, they exactly. said sort it out, or we're going to hit you from. Yep. We're going to throw rocks at you. Don't yep. worry about your piddly little weapons. And then there's five impacts around the same time on five different sides of the planet or, you mm. know, four sides of the planet. Yeah. Um, which is not possible, you mm. know, like the, the randomness of, you know. And it seems to be, it doesn't matter if it's religious connotations or extraterrestri- extraterrestrial, there always seems to be a good side and a bad side. Isn't that interesting? Mm, right here, a light I've got... And a dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've literally got in brackets here, dark versus light. Yeah. Okay, because he's looking through the religious lens yep. Yep. of God and Lucifer. Yep. However, what I thought I would do, just as a little sidetrack, once upon a time, I uh, in a land far, far away, I was quite into Lucifer and yep. that story. Mm-hmm. Lucifer's a fallen angel. He wanted to bring the magic of heaven to earth, so God banished him here. Yeah. That's the actual story of Lucifer, right? Yeah. Through through my um, older, more experienced lens, Lucifer just, Lucifer just sounds like, like a good guy to party. You know what I mean? He just wasn't... He wasn't as... Uh, he was a little bit more chaos and a little less, you know... Pull your socks up and yeah. put your fucking pens right in your top pocket, sort of. But I also kind of guy that God yeah. was, and he and he wanted to he wanted to bring, as I say, God's magic down to earth. He wanted to share God's. He wanted magic. to share. God exactly. was like, no, mm. they can't handle it. Mm. You can't handle the truth. But see, is that not another? You know, knowing what we know now with the reflections and knowledge that we have, is that not a story that repeats itself and repeats itself and repeats itself? Hundred percent. You know, a higher intelligence, someone disobeys, they give them the technology. I mean, you know, there's the other story of of the fall of Atlantis, mm-hmm. where Atlantis got too big for its boots and it used energy technology 
to its detriment and yeah. something went catastrophically wrong mm-hmm. and everything blew up. Is he describing that? You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so many versions and variations of this same story. And I, I, did, I did hash um, Asterix Lucifer to say dark versus light, you know, uh, Palladians versus the Sirens, you know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sorry, Palladians versus Orions, not a Sirens. Um, however, yeah, same thing, you know what I mean? It's There's a narrative here. And I think we are going to talk a little bit, Brothers of the Serpent, a little bit later because the the episodes that we're going through, what I wanted to put the lens through just mm-hmm. so we can, when we read this, He's writing this all around the same time that all this stuff's going down. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. so many avenues of extraterrestrial, UFO, weird occult, magic type stuff going on in the 50s and into the 60s. That's right. That we're not... The 20th century was its was its peak. Yeah. Sort of thing. Well, like off the back of Crowley. Crowley fucking... Well, this is in... You know, 58 is Crowley's time, 100%, I think. 100%. Yeah. This is 100% Crowley's time. Yeah. I think he died in seventies. Yeah, something, something like, like that. Yeah. So this is peak yeah. Crowley. Yeah, like long enough, long enough um, that his original stuff is like taking hold now mm. to the point where Crowley was all through the CIA and shit yeah, like yeah. that. He had links to everything. Yeah, it's all fascinating. I just wanted to put that lens through it, and we'll so probably no, we'll, it's exactly the right time. You're mm. you're hundred percent right. The fifties. And, yeah, I thought he's writing this through that lens as well. And he's talking about all these downloads. Like, remember, he's sitting yep. in his study, and this is the st- we're halfway through the story that he gets shown, I don't know, what does he do, drop an acid trip in his study or something like that in 1958. And this is where reading his journey that he went on, this is what we're in the middle of yeah. at the moment. And yeah. how many other different people during that time we're having these same downloads or whatever mm. Mm. it is. You know what I mean? And they always seem to be, you know, it's 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 the the genius yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. As in, they they always claim to not be the genius. They mm. have a genius. Mm. They aren't a genius. No, I don't think. Yeah, that we we of, are the muse. You know what they, I mean? The, yeah. yeah, the muse. It, it, well, you know, we think about the podcast, mate. This podcast have a, has a life all of its own. Now we're not, you know. We are unlocking the code, but mm. we're, the, unlocking the code is its own entity, entity. now. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, where we, we also, so the story that we're in, basically, the, the, and uh, the other thing I wanted to talk on before we move on was the vanity of man. And vanity leads to hate, hate leads to fear. Right? I had not. When I listened to it again, I, I knew I'd thought about that. Mm. But when I listened to it again tonight, I actually paused it and went, oh, there's some wisdom in that, man. Oh. The vanity of man. Yeah, 100%. Um, and and where it leads you. Leads where, you to the dark side. Leads you to the dark side, man. Exactly. Yeah. Right? You know, greed. Who He, he who dies with the most toys wins. Mm-hmm. Dog eat dog. Pretty much the reason... All that is the reason we're in the situation we're in right now, mm-hmm. you know. And interesting that it we we seem to have uh, that failing. Well, it's in it. It's a a wisdom that echoes throughout time. Yeah, we've been we've been passing this down from the beginning of history. Mm. The, it's it's the stories that continue to echo mm. over and over again. Mm. Uh, it's just another. Um, 
and ag- incarnation. Absolutely. And again, he's saying in here, like everything else says, whether it's you know extraterrestrials, demons, whatever, dark angels, blah blah blah. Love is the answer. Mm. Like, how many different ways do we need to be told love is the answer? That's right. You know. Yeah. And do you know how much we don't have that message? The how only much? time that this podcast has ever been brought down on all platforms was when I had the audacity to use Beatles. All you need is love. Ah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. Like there you go. Oh yeah. That is how much we don't have that message. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They are pretty notorious blockers, though. Yeah, they are. Even high-end yeah. YouTubers yeah. Um, don't fuck with the Beatles. Yeah, I know. Because they just, their shit gets but taken what would, down but what or copyrighted. Would, what or, would bloody John Lennon say? You know what I mean? Do you yeah. think he'd give a shit, honestly? I well, don't think so. That's, you know? Speaking of, speaking of um, the vanity of man, mm. that was... Um, the words of his killer, that was, the whole re- that was his whole motivation. Because um, Lennon was trying to speak for the for the average man, and it's like, but you're no longer the average man. Yeah, right. You, you don't represent us. Oh, because you can sit in a fucking hotel room with your with your mistress and and survive. Yeah, and the average man can't take that kind of time out mm. to make a statement. Mm. It's like we don't have those kind of funds. Yeah. So yeah, that was that the. I can't remember what that guy's name was. No, but, I can't remember either. But John Lennon's assassin's basically motivation. Mm. He was he was a fan, and he was appalled at like How where fame had where, taken where he, them. Where he taken him. Yeah. yeah, interesting, interesting. So yeah, after after uh, there was the nuclear blast, um, yes. God got the angels together. Yes, and they came down and cleansed the earth. They mm. built the pyramid and the Sphinx in three days. They got after it, right? Yeah. You know, wasn't it one block every? 80 seconds or something like that we worked it out to be way back in the day so how many blocks is that in three days we don't want to do those numbers i didn't do those it. numbers no we're working with 20 60. years no i thought it was 60 wasn't it no 20 20, it's 20 years yeah. okay but yeah, yeah so yeah. Fuck. <laughs> three days um the only other thing he said in there that i picked up on is that um that the sphinx was originally had the head of a human Whereas I I don't uh, I don't yeah. think that because the head doesn't match the body. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, but that's just I know what you're the, saying. There's the um the Leo the- yeah. theory sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. train that you can yeah. go down. Yeah, yep. Um, the angels heal the humans, but they only heal their mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lucifer and the reason they could do that is Lucifer got his ultimate explosion that he was after. Mm-hmm. Um, man corrupted themselves to the point where they destroyed themselves mm-hmm. and he slept for three days and then I thought hang on a minute God went away or Jesus went away for three days yeah three days three days is everywhere echoes man. echoes it's another one to of those, all of those like religions symbolic yep. period of time yeah 72 hours three days yep 72 72 there you go yep three blah 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 right just yeah there is an echo through time there um, and the other thing that he said you angels go to the mountains and to the caves where the uh, the, the the last of my creation I, I, I hid from Lucifer, right? How many times have we heard that? Yep. That the advanced beings go into the caves, say, it's okay, you can come out now, we fixed it, we'll show you, it's all good. Isn't that, go back with Tepe, isn't that the story? You know what I mean? Like that's the, the survivor <laughs> story. 
the tunnels, the uh, underground yeah. cities. Yeah, yeah. The, the the basically the tunnel system that runs from you know Turkey to Scotland. Yeah. Um, you know, eight stories of tunnels that have no evidence of how they lit the tunnel. Hmm. So yeah, look, that's another thing that echoes, right? And then where we ended off, I um, might actually, I'll end with the last paragraph. Because um, the angels pinned Lucifer through one of the forks in his tail using the piece of cedar from Lemonon, the devil's toothpick, which was the measuring stick to build the pyramid. That was one of the things he used to build the pyramid. And now... The royal cubit. Yeah, and now the conclusion. So here we are. <clears throat> Finally, he regained his feet. With a mighty heave, he freed his tail, leaving one of the forks behind in the rock, placing the tip of his injured tail in his wicked mouth, which even then did not muffle his screams of rage, blasphemy and fear. He fled far, far away from the valley of the Nile to the land of the Hindu and the Chinese, where he stayed for many a day. So that's the Indians and the Chinese, right? So there's how many pyramids and different pieces, bits of megalith stuff are in India and China, okay? Just, you know what I mean? Whether, if this is an advanced megalithic or alternate civilization representative, you know what I mean? Like there's that sort of narrative, yeah? So we're in uh, new territory now, mate. Are you ready? I was born ready. Righto. Let's get it on. So far as is known, this is the only wound Lucifer ever received. And if some diligent archaeologist of thy present era, little one, should happen to find a petrified section of an unclassified reptilian vertebra in the area of the Sphinx, his find will be rare indeed. A petrified section of an unclassified reptilian vertebra. Yeah, well, the the symbolism of Lucifer putting his tail in his mouth, Yeah. if, if, if that was, if you were to think of Lucifer as reptilian. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll leave the reptilian thing there. There was a many a smile on the faces of the angels who stood beside the Lord to view the awakening of the evil one. And oh, the, the last thing, sorry, sorry to you're right. pause you. You're right. The last thing I'd just like to say is, if they did happen to find a specimen near, yeah, yeah, they would no one would know about it. It, it would just be gone. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fit the paradigm. No, it doesn't. So yeah, what's what's, like, what's a bit of a dinosaur tail doing here? No, that's just oops art. Yeah. So we'll just throw that away. Mm. It's in the. Uh, it's in the libraries in England somewhere. In the Smithsonian. In the Smithsonian. Yeah. In the Vatican, either or either. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, I just you're had right, to mate. pause you there. No, you're right. Uh, there were many a smile on the faces of the angels who stood beside the Lord to view the awakening of the evil one. And the Lord remarked, It appeared that there is one among you that could become an earth brother to Lucifer. However, there was also a smile on his face, and no tas- chastisement was felt. Said the Lord to the assembled angels, Thy work was indeed well done. This great blast which awoke the devil has not injured the temples they are built. I remember because it refracted, didn't it? There, there was the, they built the pyramid, then the sun hit the pyramid, it refracted, and the explosion... It created a big ball, big ball above. of light, yep. Yep, and it um, yeah, woke Lucifer. Mm-hmm. It was planned by me that the polished surface of the limestone on the pyramid should dull and be transmuted by the release of energy from the sun so that there be no recurrence neither was there any sickness of radiation but only shock waves thou art dismissed let the creatures of the earth refine themselves and me isn't that interesting so he's saying that that blast dulled the limestone potentially yeah to to basically render 
the R- render the casing stones inactive. Inactive, sort of thing. yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. To render the casing stones inactive, yeah. But it was still known as the 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 Great Pyramid was still known as the Light. I can never remember the name, but we used to, it's it's in the it's in the archives. Look it up. Um, and so in the Valley of the Nile and elsewhere on the planet Earth, generation followed generation, century followed century, and men again began to acquire the stature of God's intention, his own image. The Lord ever observed this awakening and growth, and he awaited with expectancy the time when man would again discover him. Spoke the Lord to his angels, Look how clever this new generations of earthlings have become. They've duplicated in wonderful detail the great pyramid temple which you built. They do not understand the mystery of the lion with my likeness for a head, and neither do they seem to know about the sighting device and the significance of Polaris. Mark my words, soon one amongst them will discover me. How great will be my rejoicing then oh, how great will be my rejoicing then, and to that one who is illuminated, great will be his reward. Why the capital M? Mm. Remember we're looking Suffering. at it as a codex, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dynasties of sun worshippers came and went, and at last, sixty centuries removed from the Earth's first devastating atomic war, a young pharaoh Ahimhotep IV appeared on the scene. In the quiet of the night, he entered the temple of the Great Pyramid. He gazed up at Polaris and across at me, the mighty Sphinx, and in a brilliant flash of inspired awakening, he found God. What rejoicing in heaven! God could hardly contain himself. Calling his angels together, he cried, See, see, my kingdom on earth is again becoming established. One amongst my people has again discovered me. I get it dedicate now to his memory forevermore, the rose and the bee. Noble Imhotep IV was overwhelmed with the magnitude of his awakening. His prayers of praise, entreaty and supplication to his newly found creator make some sense, make some of the most inspired reading of all time. Excuse me. <clears throat> earth listener, thou art beginning to show signs of weariness at the voice of the Sphinx. The rest of the story of the new civilization is well recorded and needs no comments here except in review and in new revelation until now unrecorded. Can we just pause there for a second? Sure. So, as he's talking about, again, discovering me and, and the like, mm. I can't help but to, to think non-human entities. Right? Absolutely. Um, and where I'm, I'm, I'm sort of toying with a timeline in my mind about like so i'm thinking he's writing this in the 50s mm-hmm. um well he's experiencing this in the 50s that's right mm. so um he's talking about um the discovery by the ancient egyptians of the, of, the new of north him. star yeah but why why is the why is the religious god mm. praising him for finding the fact that he looks upon Polaris and discovers me and discovers me so mm. he's looking off the earth and at, he a, now, star. And at a star and mm. he discovers me mm. it's almost like you to discover the god in the story mm. yeah you have to look into the cosmos yeah. and unlock the clues that are within the Sphinx and the Great Pyramid, mm. 
to to understand understand the magnitude of God. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. I'm just I'm just picking up a lot of sort of extraterrestrial mm. undertones coming through. Mm. Maybe it's my bias. I don't know, but that's, oh, look, that's you know, just what we, I'm, we I'm want, picking we, up we, on. Well, you know, we want the aliens to come right now. It'd be a good time. Um, however, um, look, I think there's extraterrestrial influences. Are they devils, interdimensional beings, or are they physical? Look, D or the above, maybe. Mm. I don't know. You mm. know, I'm, I'm open to all ideas. We're going to learn about Moses. The magnificent Moses leads the vanguard of many prophets that followed who in the temple of the Great Pyramid discovered for themselves the true living, true and living God. Of course, evil Lucifer became very active again, and things never run smoothly when he is in evidence. Nevertheless, God's kingdom gained from century to century under the earth leadership of examples set by Moses, Solomon, David, Ezekiel, Job, Isaiah, and many others whose records stand, Look, I don't. Yeah, God's kingdom might again, but they look. That religion is responsible for more death than anything ever, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I, under, I understand that. Yeah, but I don't blame the religion. No, I blame the the people, the the human the element, vanity of man. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what religion. Would yeah, it have doesn't been matter. In power, yeah, in name of whichever in the name of one God, yeah. it was, it would have done the same. Yeah. Uh, when these great of the new generation petitioned God so eloquently for love and understanding, He was ever moved to bring new blessings to His people. As the centuries grew, God, in conference with His angels, did muse, "My creatures are getting brighter, but day by day, look at that Pythagoras. Surely he is not far away from the atom and its secrets. Look how busy old Lucifer has become again." Is the whole sorry tragic mistake of the misuse of atomic power to be endured again? And the angels of the Lord reminded him of the petitions of his beloved prophets that God put a son on earth and establish forevermore a kingdom of love. You know about Jesus, man? Hmm. I would believe in him a lot more if he was promoted as a carpenter dude who partied, had a missus, maybe had a kid, you know, was a tradie. Hmm chilled out, partied, and realized that love is the answer and tried to spread the word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that's how Jesus was promoted, that's a whole different story to he died for our sins and blah, 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 and mm-hmm. all the dark messaging and stuff that comes through that writing. Yeah. But what if Jesus just was a dude who mm-hmm. was a carpenter? Maybe he accidentally lit a DMT tree on fire, you know, and came back and had love is the answer. and Yeah. Spread the word, or maybe you know what I mean. Or, like, or what if, what if <coughs> he was just tapped on the shoulder? Yeah. Um, like when you mentioned Brothers of the Serpent before, like any of the millions of other people who have been sort of thing tapped on the shoulder and said, "Hey, like like Noah, mm. hey, mm. have a go at this." Mm. You know, do you think this might help? Mm. You know, a voice on the shoulder, a voice in the corner of the room mm. sort of thing by angels. Mm. And once again, off offsets a path. Mm. So what if, what? It, why not both sides of the story? Could be both. He man. was a carpenter. It's just the fact that they, over the thousands of the years, parts then that aren't 
inspirational and mm. and and uh, extreme mm. just slowly got waned out of the story, got mm. edited, mm. edited out of the story, mm. like the like the Book of Enoch. Yeah, you know, there's there's heaps of books mm. that they didn't put in yeah, the they Bible. Just didn't publish. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that they just oh, didn't I make nearly, the Roman I, I, list. Yeah, I nearly got in a fist fight with a mate of mine who was born again Christian. He said, mm. "I believe in the Bible," and I said, "Which one?" Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, which one are we talking about? There's at least 30 of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and each one was written to the narrative of the time, you know? the, the mm. Anyway, we're, 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 we're spewing off track. But yeah, love is the answer, again, right? God said, it shall be done. This time will put the devil in his place forever. Turning to an exalted angel, he exclaimed, get thee to planet Earth, select a virgin of purity, and acquaint her for, of my desire and my decree. I place another constellation in the heavens, I, star of east, my symbol and herald of love to my people of earth. None other will match its sparkle and brilliance, so mote it be. The whole sad and poignant story thou knowest from thence on, earth child. Many word, mer- many word merchants have tried to postulate away by mythical comparison the magnificence of that most holy of all acts of God, the birth of his son here on earth wherein he was embodied in human form the mighty atom of God's love, plus the atom of electrical flame. None have properly pictured the horror, the horror and tragedy of the betrayal and death of God's Son or the true glory and significance of his resurrection and the ascension with the guarantee of his return to the planet Earth. And again, 8,000 years removed from the debacle of devastation, the despicable devil won for a short time another round in his fight with the Lord. Because that's the other thing too, like, you know, they they did sort of pin Jesus on the cross, you know what I mean? They brand him a heretic and all that sort of stuff. Like, it is a bit of a nasty story if you know the true story and what they used to... I mean, but the thing is, um, there's there's evidence to suggest it wasn't a cross, it was a T that the Romans used to use. Mm. Um, and that was a common thing that they did. You know, Jesus wasn't special for being crucified. Oh, there 100%. was fields crucifixion of crucifixion. Was, was just a, 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 the form of punishment in the day. Yeah, in that day, uh, inspired scribes, apostles, and prophets have eloquently pictured that tragic time, but all, without exception, overlooked the tragedy in heaven for some unexplainable reason. None considered the overwhelming grief of the Lord at the murder of His Son, the Great God, whose omnipotent heart beats even as thine and all of his creatures, not only on the planet Earth, but throughout the universe, a heart-rending, terrifying grief that on the third day turned into rage at the injustice of it all. God resurrected his son, and then in his terrible wrath thought to destroy once and for all the evil Lucifer and his stronghold, the planet Earth. Let no scribe tell you that the puny, miserable Napoleon with his maggot-infested brain, oh, that's a bit nasty, um, bred there by the very sperm of the devil's offal, caused this damage to face uh, to the face of the Sphinx with his toy cannon. Oh, okay, he's having to go about shooting the nose off. Well, Napoleon again. Yeah, he, ha- he had a, a daemon. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. had someone guiding him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I want to say that again because I, I just realised what. He yeah, did. it was a bit of a surprise. Mm. It was a tangent. Let no scribe tell you that the puny, miserable Napoleon, with his maggot-infested brain bred there by the very sperm of the devil's offal, caused this damage to the face of the Sphinx with his toy cannon. God's very thoughts started in motion the forces of catastrophe. Polaris started to retire from its fixed position. The moon of the earth started to disintegrate and huge spheres of its substance joined the forces of gravity. 
Your modern scientist, little one, with their long glasses, need wonder no further about the craters of the moon. Okay. Hmm. Hang on a second. Polaris started to retire from its fixed position. The moon of the Earth started to disintegrate and huge spheres of its substance joined the forces of gravity. Your modern scientist, little one, with their long glasses, need wonder no further about the craters on the moon. My face cracked and the limestone veneer of the Great Pyramid started to fall away. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting little, like, yeah. Write this in thy book, Earth Child. The resurrected Christ joined with his holy virgin mother in their most eloquent plea of all time that the immortal God and Father stay his hand. And God heeded their pleas, and it is only reason you and thy generation are alive on earth today. Hmm. Look, have you heard about the mud floods, man? The mud floods is an interesting story. Some mud of the floods? Stuff. Yeah. They're like mud bloods? No, 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 mud bloods. No, like mud floods. Like, yeah. Apparently, there was a massive mud flood X amount of years ago. Okay. Mm. And I wonder whether it was pieces of the moon. Ah, that would tie together nicely, wouldn't it? Anyway, um, little listener. The revelation of the Sphinx soon ends. The evil Lucifer will never leave thy elbow from now on. The heavy hand of transition rests upon thy shoulder and thou seem unable to shake it off. Thou hast not earned the right to the power to successfully command, Get thee behind me, Satan, yet have no fear. These final words of the Sphinx command thy fate. Thou art but a neophyte in the teachings of arcane and esoteric wisdom and knowledge, but in the teachings of arcane and esoteric and esoteric wisdom and knowledge. That was a lot of... That's the same... That's the, If you were to capture what was happening in the 50s, teachings of the arcane and esoteric wisdom and knowledge would probably be a pretty good way to describe that. Mm-hmm. But if those who have access to the archives and who have earned illumination question the authenticity of thy cosmic consciousness, let them ask from what source thou hast discovered the true meaning and the symbolism of the word ox. O-X, with an exclamation mark. Okay. The voice of the mighty Sphinx becomes became soft and musical, and the man from Baltimore listened with rapt and reverent attention to these final words. O little immortal, O little immortal segment of the soul of God, after many fluttering attempts, thou hast taken flight and sighted on the perch of thy destiny. Let no one interfere. Think not of betrayal now. Those who would attempt such could find no cavern far enough removed from the wrath of heaven in which to hide, not only for themselves, but for the souls of all their ancestors in the line back to the beginning of time. In these past years, thou hast suffered in sympathy with the brutal persecution of the innocent whose only manifestation and action in a troubled time is the profession of love for God, the Holy Virgin Mother and her magnificent Son, sired by the will of God. It's really heavy on the God stuff, man. Well, it's it's almost like he's chosen a side. Yeah. Because if you if you um, think about the time we're in, mm. um, you know, the late eighteen hundreds into the early nineteen hundreds was the peak of um, your Masonic. Um, yeah, yeah. All the secret societies, the secret societies, Age of the Golden that, Dawn, and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. The OTO. Um, because it was the peak of West, uh, Western mysticism, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, they're all 
um, looking for and like answers. His, and and, his, and his a lot science of, through God too was one of those things as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the thing is though, a lot of that, a lot of the the ritualistic stuff they were doing to a God-fearing man would be seen as devil-worshipping. That's what yes, they used to... Absolutely. That's what they used to tar everyone Absolutely, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...was you're a devil-worshipper. So worshiper, yeah. in this, it seems as though he's he's picking his side and being like, I'm on the side of God, n- not on the side of whoever, whatever other demons you wish to talk to sort of thing through the processes that everyone seemed to be doing. Yeah, there was definitely a side there, isn't it? Okay. If a sincere desire to right these insufferable wrongs can be construed as martyrish, messianic, 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 uh, messianic, messianic, or insane, God and his angels are in thy company. Write these words in thy little book. Fear not the scoff and scorn of the blasphemers. Long after they are gone, thy work will be remembered and treasured by those who have turned to God, and those despicable few, the right-hand saints of the devil himself, who to promote their dynasty of control over the animal, vegetable, and mineral wealth of the earth, ever resort to the spilling of innocent blood for the attainment of their selfish ends. Fear not their retaliation. Actually, that's, I'm going to reread that. That's a very interesting... Okay, write these words in thy little book. Fear not the scoff and scorn of the blasphemers. Long after they are gone, thy work will be remembered and treasured by those who have turned to God. And those despicable few, the right-hand saints of the devil himself, who to promote their dynasty of control over the animal, vegetable, and mineral wealth of the earth, ever resort to the spilling of innocent blood for the attainment of their selfish ends. Fear not their retaliation. See, those people that we know who they are, they would, a lot of them would call themselves God-fearing people. Mm, 100%. Whereas in this version, mm-hmm. they are the right hand of the devil himself. Yeah. And to those soothsayers who would be philosophers who stand and testify over the murdered blood of an innocent youth or glance the other way at the rape of a holy sister and proclaim that it is God's will, remind such that their diseased thinking will bring in time the stench to their nostrils they have so heartily earned. Wow. It gets dark real quick, man. Yeah. Let these words be a reminder to all that God has the power and the will to break his covenant with Lucifer. In less than the twinkle of an eye, he can turn this sinful earth planet into a mad, flaming hell of wrath. The Armageddon pictured so eloquently by St. John would, would, by comparison, be a bedtime story for a restless child. Well, it? and that's that's an, another thing to think about <clears throat> a lot of those secret societies were all either questing to bring into being the end of the earth or defend it yeah that was basically the bottom line that was the credo at the at the back of all of those societies yeah, 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 yeah. they were all doing what they were doing for the for the betterment mm Mm. Which and Armaged- again, Armaged- he's 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 touching on here, so it's very poignant for the time. And he misspelled Armageddon, which, but that could be the Armageddon. spelling. Of the, it could be the spelling of the time, but it also could be part of the 
could be something. Because the thing is, this is such a it's a pretty gripping story. So I'm sort of missing the Codex bit at the moment. Oh, 100 percent. Not let, that not that I'd even pick up on no, the Codex thing anyway. No. Let me repeat: None should forget, as evidenced by the crumble in my face, that the only reason thou and thy brethren are alive on this planet today was the eloquent petition of the immortal Christ and his holy mother that God stay his hand. Mine are not the words of prophecy, but this thou must write also in thy little book. The immortal Christ himself, who has no covenant covenant with the evil Lucifer, he has ever respecting his father's wish to overcome evil with love. Even unto death he stayed his hand, has stayed his hand. But any moment, even now, whilst thou listen, he could return to this earthly sphere and justifiably slay the devil and his henchmen with the mighty sword of his indignation. Well, look, might be a good time um, to do that, but, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the diesel, the, look, and look at the next sentence. The devil's weapons of vanity, hate and fear are certainly working overtime here now on earth as they did those many thousands years past, and surely the most dull-witted cannot fail to sense the parallel. The churches of worship to God are being torn down and destroyed by the mad dialectics from the north, and every innocent human being persecuted in the name of God primes the fuse or sets the trigger for an atomic blast. In the presently planned and controlled atomic war of God and missiles so cunningly devised by Lucifer and his mortal saints, when it is planned that a few million innocent people will be slaughtered, what dost thou think will happen in God's, to God's gifts to this humanity? and the rose and the bee which were dedicated to Ahimatep for. Surely they will disappear from the earth and their civilization will reel back 4,000 years. You've got to remember 1958, middle of the Cold War. That's like... He just went there, didn't he? Yeah. He basically painted that picture in the fact that, yeah, he reminded me that that he's in the middle of the Cold War. Yeah. They are scared. There's they literally missiles there's, pointed. That's right. Do you know what's fascinating, though? Do you not think that the... Two sides, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Do you not think that there's a target pattern for Brisbane? Of course, there is for intercontinental ballistic missiles. Hmm. Well, not for not for Brisbane, but for Amberley. Oh yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to pretend that there isn't missiles still pointed at each other today mm. is a misconception. I just what I find really amazing and against human nature as I understand it is that no one ever pushed those missiles no no one's pushed it, the button it yet. makes yeah. me it makes me wonder if there isn't a a staying hand yeah from elsewhere going no yeah but I mean isn't there remember those things, and you I think it was one of you brought stories you brought where they tried to test a nuclear missile in space and it it short circuited or it disappeared or um, I believe yeah that was the one with the like the red light circling around it, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of thing, yeah. um, and that basically disarmed it mm. or something along those lines. The other thing to remember too is we actually, well, not we, but the the Americans bombed the moon, yeah, in the early seventies. Yeah, why did they bomb the moon? But anyway, yeah, exactly um, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, he's in his world. He's mm. in the middle of missiles standing at each other you know exactly. what I mean yeah and he thinks at any second it's going to come down that's it and that's well, the, the, there's that's another the lens fear yeah. that's going through society at that time yeah, yeah yeah it was it was all before viral it was all nuclear mm. you know the mm-hmm. nuclear threat really is well from when we were kids yeah I remember when the French were testing 
in the, the Bikini Atoll. Murawa yeah. Atoll. Yeah. That was the last one I remember. I yeah. don't remember Bikini. I think that might be the last one. Yeah. Murawa. That was the apart from I the just North, apart it. from the North Koreans. I mean, they they blow one every up and every now and again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But North Korea, shmeh. Um <laughs> <laughs> But no, that was the last real nuclear testing I remember. Whereby, like, there was lots of protests. It was it was on mainstream media. Blah 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 blah. Well, they videotaped it and and every, we all saw it too. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Mm. So since then. Since the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, there's been no more testing. Yeah. It's it's been very well. It's been very quiet. Mm. If there has been testing, it's been so hush hush. Yeah, in the middle. It's of not nowhere. in the it's not in the public eye anymore. Well, and well it's not like the media is manipulated or controlled or no, or no, a narrative no. or coercion happening at any point or stage right now. You know, no. But all that aside, the nuclear threat really died away. Yeah. There is no fear of the nuclear threat anymore. No. You know, no. every now and again, you know, yeah, they'll mention North Korea with um, intercontinental uh, ballistic, ballistic missiles, missiles yeah. and blah 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 But there's no, tr- like, not not like not like at this time. Yeah, where he's coming when they from. were waiting yeah. every minute. You know, right through the fifties, sixties, they were training mm. kids to like get under desks and shit. Yeah, bunkers in backyards, exactly. And stuff like that. So yeah, yeah it, it's a completely different mindset and time yeah the hyacinth the daffodil the poppy and the lily of the field will become no more the blade of grass will become a museum piece and the clay of which their art that which their art apart will crystallize to sand under thy feet thou shalt turn from a blaring loudspeakers to seek the music of the lark and the mockingbird i even the chirp of the sparrow and hear such not Thy major sustenance will become the pig, who will in turn be nourished by thy own excrement. Okay. Isms of all kind will rule thy remaining desecrated temples of worship, and the innocent voice of a breeze will cause thee to rush to the whirling of prayer wheels in memory of some ancestor whom thou knowest not. The words of the sinks become slow and measured, and like a whisper of confidence these last words were spoken. Earth child. Thy material body with its five senses has feasted many times on the bitter locust of defeat, betrayal and despair. And thy spirit, as an innocent child, when the guardian safely led thee along the gay rooks of the forest, partook to its fill the wild honey sweetness of God's creations. Thou knew where to search for the mountain tea berry to revel in its winter garden, oh sorry, to revel in its wintergreen taste, and the root of the wild gentian with its surface stem of rare botanical formation could not be hidden from thee thy body feasted upon thy spirit gained strength from the beech nut the hickory nut the butternut and the wild american chestnut which is no more and the brook trout that you snatch from the reptile's mouth signifies now to thee a symbol by its beautiful red speckled sides the drops of blood of the immortal christ shed for humanity Surely thou now thy mind is emerging clear and clean with the with a message true from the wilderness of fear, hate and chaos that has engulfed this generation. Let no adulation of the material senses turn thy head and fear not that thou should have have it served upon a charger by the request of some modern dancing maid. The cosmic has no other tasks for thee. In due time thou wilt be named, so mote it be.
The cloud that had shadowed the face of the full moon there on the Egyptian desert drifted by. The voice of the Sphinx feast ceased. The hushed wind resumed its complaint and the man returned to him in his study in Baltimore. The flame of the candle was snuffed. Then, by his desk light, and with considerable awe, he began to write what is recorded here. The End Whoa. <clears throat> that was a deep section of text. That's a deep story, man. And, yeah, um, not much to say at this point. I don't... It's a hell of a creation story and a different version of events. And, you know, the, the right hand of Lucifer being the... The materialist is, you know, I can, I can see that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't have anything for that at the moment. So we'll crack on, eh? We've got a. Isn't isn't? Sorry, I just forgot for a second that people can't see it because <laughs> that the poem was sitting on the screen, mm. and I read the poem, and then I was about to talk about it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, hang on, no one's, no one's read that no, yet. No. <laughs> Star of the East shine down again upon this world of trouble uh, tr- of troubled men. Thanks, mate. Is not the Star of the East the devil, like Lucifer? Could be. I, I, I don't know. And this is the thing: the symbolism, symbolism, symbolism is all messed up, man. Yeah, it's, it's like the pentacle, dude. The pentacle is a mark of protection. Yeah. It, pentagram. You know, pentagram. It's, can I, it, can yeah, you pass yeah, me you, over that devil's water? Devil's water. Yeah. Here you go, mate. Oh, just <laughs> trashing everything. Yoink. Yeah, no worries, mate. Um, yeah, the star of the east shone down again and upon this world of troubled men by Percy Crosby. I'm not sure. Star of the east. Oh no, star of the east. Or was it the morning star? Morning star may have been Lucifer. Could be. I don't know. Testament. Now this little book nears its end. A work of romance, comedy, tragedy, fact, and mystical revelations. Most, no doubt, will treat it lightly, and many will consider it fantastic. However, among the limited initiate, there may be a kinship of feeling that the messages in this manuscript contain the plaintive petition of an immortal soul seeking to justify and overcome its mortal karma. And a few among the Illuminati, oh, a few, and and a few among the Illuminati will ponder deeply and long regarding the time and the dates. Of the cosmic revelations. Well, that's an old school secret society right there. It is, yeah. And look, he, well, the thing is, you think the time and dates of the cosmic revelations, if you think about it, nine, he's saying 10,000 years ago, something went catastrophically wrong. Yeah. We know that's true now. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, we did sort of ponder that if you think about it. Not saying we're Illuminati. Um, no, but but could it also be that that knowledge of, of the event was well, esoteric? And Illuminati just means enlightened. No, that's right, yeah. and and all of these these secret societies were all keepers of knowledge. Yeah, in in a certain direction. Right. What if he's um, m- mentioning that that part of their wisdom was the knowing of the event that happened, like the the circumstances of the event that happened twelve thousand eight hundred years ago. Yeah, sort of thing. Because like you know, we're, it's coming. It's coming to light in the modern day scientific paradigm now, mm. but he's writing about this in the fifties. Mm. So maybe in the fifties, it was esoteric knowledge. True, true, true. It was hidden, mm. not not, and also the true, the true happenings and are still hidden to us. Absolutely, yeah. Now, even though we're 
we're accepting the fact that a cataclysm may have happened 12,800 years ago. Mm. I still don't know what caused it. And what was what Was, was before, it an impact? Was it solar yeah. flares? Was it all of the above? Yeah. Was it a pyramid nuclear bomb? Blah. Yeah, that Lucifer set that off. That Lucifer <laughs> set off. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. The reason this work was created is for the fact it reveals and conceals. For contained within these pages in simple words and phrases, yet hard to decipher, are the complete specifications for a fourth dimensional gravity engine that utilizes the straight line and the curve. This engine will operate continuously without tension or dissipation of the energy that causes it to operate. It will perform many tasks in the transmission of power by belts, gears, drive shafts, crank shafts, and so forth. The conversion of electricity into usable energy by operating conventional dynamos and generators is its major field of utilization. Well, con- hang on a minute. He just gave away a thing. He just gave away a clue. Yeah. Conventional dynamos and, and generators. generators. Yeah. He, 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 there was nothing new that he... That he used. Yep. But you got to remember too that all the classic dynamos and generators are based off Tesla's designs. Yeah, well, it's all just spinning, spinning copper around. It's it's re- reversing the polarity of a um, electric engine. Yeah, yeah. like that. An engine and a generator are basically the same thing. You just spin it the opposite direction. Mm. So instead of putting power into it, you're drawing power out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But a bit of all Tesla designs, all modern dynamos and yep. generators are all Tesla designed. Yep. Like the complete specifications need but a few hundred words, and the questions immediately arise: Why all the words of this book? Why this manner of concealed disclosure? There is sadness in my heart that this is caused to be. But were I to send the simple specifications to my government without a demonstration, they may not be taken seriously, and the information in no time at all could be in the murderous hands of the red maniacs. Oh, there you go. Oh, who the are, commie uh, bastards. Exactly. Who are sworn to destroy <laughs> this last weakening stronghold of the freedom and Christianity. Well, that didn't happen. Well, mate. now he's getting patriotic. Yeah, that's right. The reason a demonstration cannot be made is the startling fact that my engine, simple as it is, enters the field of atomic energy and the pilot test will indeed be dangerous. That fool, he should have feared his own government more than the, exactly. than the foreigners that, that, he didn't exactly, know. He didn't know, exactly. The government took everything, sent him to jail for 14 years. When the test is made by me, alone and unaided, as it appears it will be, the immediate area of the test may become devastatingly uninhabitable. I could not mortally survive it. Nevertheless, the test is considered with keen anticipation. No aid is asked and there will be no solicitations. Now, we know from the first podcast that technically they tested it. They ran it. He ran all sorts of ones, apparently. Tested it thousands of times, yeah, didn't he? apparently. But this would be after this, I think. Yep. Um, I shall never again prostrate myself to any group of sceptics or scoffers who continually bleat that there has been accomplished here cannot be done. In time, the record will speak for itself. Some of the words of this manuscript and its art will survive in the hearts of men when the letters behind the names of the presently exalted will be undecipherable hieroglyphs hieroglyphics in the in the new age of antiquity. What an insufferable insufferable dictatorial lobby our modern empirical science has created for itself. There's an interesting sentence considering what we're dealing with right now. Ninety percent of its subjects are like stealthy jackals, snatching tidbits from the feast. Past history proves and the new history will amplify that the lasting works of art have ever been created outside the realms of snobbery. <laughs> Pharmaceutical industrial complex, anyone? Oh, all of the above. Yeah. I'm going to say 
I'm going to say um, you could also point that at archaeology. Archaeology, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Any the, sort the of modern science. Modern science. Yeah. The 90% of the people just recycle yeah. what the other the, people put in the textbooks. Exactly. And if you don't do that, then you are ridiculed. That's yeah. right. And to those critics of the ideal of this paper who will point fingers at sanity and exclaim, we know his sickness, he has lost himself trying to save the world. To such I offer the challenge that they devote all of their hours of relaxation for a score of years in concentrated research and experimentation and then and then stake their mortal life on the final experience. They must also produce the work comparable to this and prepared to be given away. Beyond these, I have no further comments. Now back to my anticipated test, which will be conducted in an isolated area not yet selected, but likely atop of one of the beloved mountains of my youth. Here now is revealed some of my knowledge of the mighty atom. Think what you may, but the immutable law of the triangle, there you go, enters the atomic field, and there are basically just three atoms in the entire universe. They are the, the atom of organic flame with its expansion, contraction, and conversion of elements, which is signified by gravity, the atom of electrical flame, with its transmutation of elements, which is signified by magnetic electricity, and last, but first, the atom of love, the creator of his elements, which is the noblest manifestation of God himself. The ether, I would say, is what he's talking about. It's the, the thing that joins everything together that we can't see and we don't understand. Allegorically, we say that the atom of organic flame is representative of the devil. The atom of electrical flame, which permeates every crevice of the entire universe, is the tool of God ministered by his angels, and also the devil who was once an angel. Wherever there is a mass, wherever there is mass, the atom of organic flame manifests. In contrast, the atom of electrical flame exists with or without mass. Localizing to the planet Earth and its sun, we know that all of the entire mass of the Earth contains the stored up energy from the sun and that most of this mass is subject to, the, to organic flame. The accepted postulation that our electrical energy also originates in the sun is indeed erroneous. Electrical energy encompasses all space, and to return to the earth, the moon is the storage space for the atom of electrical flame, just as the earth is, the, is for the atom of organic flame. There could be no planet without its moon, without its moon or moons, or an electrical satellite field. Undoubtedly, comets are planets that have lost their moon. It's interesting. God's atom of love that ever dominates yet is often in conflict with the two material atoms is continually generated into material force by the beating hearts of every living creature in the universe. Its greatest potency is ever apparent in the love of a mother for the newborn. This mighty force manifests alike in the castle of the prince or the hut of the savage, and it is there with the wild she-wolf in her arctic den as she suckles her newborn litter of whelps. Billions of trash words are written yearly in many languages about love. <laughs> ain't that the truth? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Always it is cheapened and classified in many ways as an emotion of sex, a biological urge, a libido, or the ego, ego and so on. Yeah, man, I, I love this. Uh, and always the sinister hand of sin is incorporated by the devil himself who throws in the face of God his filthy trinity of insult, fornication, and adultery, or acts of lewdness. And God, in, a, in magnificence of compassion, too great even for the devil's comprehension, offers the beatitudes of repentance to even the most depraved sinner and has set aside in heaven the sanctuary and the mansion for his immortal soul. You said something in the last podcast because I'll 
Um, That's time. Rookie mistake. <laughs> you said something in the last podcast that, um, mate, he, he does like a God religion sandwich, right? Yeah, yeah. God, yeah, God, yeah, God, yeah. trippy scientific stuff. God, God, God. Because yeah, we've yeah, just yeah. flipped from telling us about atoms to we're back to devil and Lucifer. and So true. Right? Yep. Another, another religion sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God, in his magnificence of compassion, too great for even the devil's comprehension, offers the beatitudes of repentance to even the most depraved sinner and has set aside in heaven a sanctuary and a mansion for his immortal soul. And the sinner's only acts of repentance needs, need be the mote removed from his eyes, replaced by the gleam of recognition to God and the cessation of his sin. With a preciousness beyond mortal understanding, God tolerates and makes compensation for the fact that the beating heart of the fallen has the same generating power as that of the saint in the production and force of his atom of love. I feel like we just went from Old Testament to New Testament. Yeah, maybe. Like we've gone from um, Lucifer, venge- well, vengeful, vengeful God, God to yeah. loving God now. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I just picked up on that and I was like, hang on. It's a different God now. Yeah. I feel yeah. he's very loving. It's all the same. Yeah. Uh, what fools we mortals be. You are right, Mr. Dickens. How stupid can we get? Love is the atomic force of God. It is vibratory and it covers the entire spectrum of all elements. Told you, ether. It has the highest and lowest pitch in the full scale of all being and it is now ruling the universe sometimes with and sometimes in contest with the material atoms. The material atoms are organic and electrical flame. Someday soon it is prayed by me and all of the sincere followers of St. John, the love, of, the love atom will conquer the planet Earth and then the biblical prophecy will be justified. The lion and the lamb will gamble together and none will wonder why. In order for this to materialize, the immortal Christ must return to the planet Earth and the evil Lucifer must be cast aside. The good book emphatically states that he will be chained for a thousand years. Is that time nigh? My, my, how the devil must hate me for a revival of these prophesied thoughts. Yet, at its eventide, the king of beasts will climb to the highest knoll in the meadow and face the golden rays of the setting sun. His coat will have the polish and sheen of rare satin and his tawny waving mane will be free from the mat of blood of an innocent victim. The little lamb with its fleecy white coat and black stocking feet will face the sun at his side. And when the lion gives his vibratory roar, which will be heard for more leagues than the depth of the fuller sea, none will fear. I none will fear. Instead, they too will be reminded to pause and worship their creator. And a barefoot boy shall join the lion and the lamb and the golden rays of the evening sun will be matched by the golden curls of his head as they reflect therefrom. The lion with his powerful jaws and mighty teeth will reach down and gently pick up the lamb and place it upon his back. The child will take a strand of the lion's mane in its tender hand and lead him from the knoll down into the meadow towards a crystal pool of water. The golden sun, now hurriedly departing, will turn the colour of red ripe tomato and the night hawk will give his first cry. At the edge of the fountain, a timid deer reclines with ears erect and nostrils that do not twitch with his scent of fear. And the boy, the lion and the lamb, not wishing to disturb, disturb her tranquil reverie, will walk around her to the pool and partake therefrom their bounty of the cool, sweet waters. The magnificent departure of the sun leaves its spectators spellbound before they can request an encore. The vacated stage is again occupied by beautiful Venus, the evening star who sparkles so brilliantly that her symbol of love is felt by all. And God will put his cherished ones to bed 
with a blessing and a benediction for the dawn to come. Amen. And now we, there's a bit of a thing. Now again, back to my discovery and pilot test. This simple little engine of mine, built in part from 10 cent store hardware, embodies the atom of organic flame. And that is why for the past three years I've searched my heart for the answer of how to bring this to the exclusive attention of Christian men of authority. And now that inspiration is here, there is a measure of happiness and peace in my soul. Not for long, Otis. Not for long, brother. Calculated on the speed of light, the distance of this earthly warehouse of organic flame from its sun is approximately eight minutes and so in the neighbourhood of four minutes at exactly one half the distance my engine my engine in operation will divide the atom of organic flame. This contemplated pilot test of mine is no cause for alarm. There will be no chain reaction and none will be heard except possibly me and other live creatures in the immediate vicinity. The test will be conducted in the dark of night lest anyone be misled into thinking that my device is some puny direct contact solar engine. Uh, you mentioned that in the first podcast. That's like, yeah, you didn't want it to make it look like a solar-powered thing. The simple yet accurate timing device will be the flame of one small candle and its yellow, orange and blue hue will be the only light. Which is interesting that that's the same sort of colour that's been described being seen under some of these other... I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, when the halfway distance between the earth and the sun has materialized, nature in great compensating act will transform the organic flame of the candle into the blue-white sapphire-like brilliance of the electromagnetic atom. And that's the other one, the Mm blue-white. The mystical immutable law of the triangle will manifest as elements in the immediate vicinity and come under the spell of transmutation. The human eye is capable of recording vibrations within one billionth of a second, and therefore I expect to witness the transformation of the candle's flame. After that, the cosmic has all answers. I would be the father of all lies if I say that the final hour will not bring terror and apprehension. As things now stand, the test cannot be in the immediate future as I must continue to hoe my garden, working a livelihood for myself and a worthy dependent, and the slow repayment of considerable financial debt accumulated during the course of tests and experimentation. At the time the final test is ready to be conducted, my government and some others will resolve, receive the complete revealing document. They got it. If anyone reading this feels concerned about me, cease. Instead, let your sympathies extend to the gallant youth who are dying in violence whilst this is being written in order to create that which we cherish as a dream and strive ever to make reality a sensible freedom, a just interpretation of the law and the right to freely worship God. Well, we're still figuring that out, mate, 70 years later. Yeah, never really quite worked out. No. There shall ever be the vanity of refinement in my heart, and I request that this little book be never allowed to degenerate in its appearance and form in any reproductions. Let no words be added or none taken away, and let there be no changes. It must be remembered that this is a code work. If an infinitive is split, give thanks that it is not an atom. Never let the covers of this book be jacketed or adjectives be cheaply used to exploit it, but rather let the friend introduce it to his friend this message and those who care not for this recital let them burn it so mote it be witness my hand and seal this ninth day of march in the 1952nd year of his nativity otis t carr frc baltimore baltimore maryland got a couple of little things where do we here. go now my friend a couple of we're nearly at the end man so we've got an allegory the veiled presentation in a figurative story of a meaning metaphorically implied but not expressly stated. Allegory is a prolonged metaphor in which typically a series of actions are symbolic of other actions. 
He's just he's just giving us the code. Well, allegory is yeah. Do you know what I'm? All the God and Lucifer stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It kept coming back. That's the allegory. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Prolonged metaphor. Prolonged metaphor. How 100%. long do we go on about God and Lucifer and Lucifer yeah. and God and this and Lucifer and God and God and Lucifer? That's a prolonged allegory. Mm-hmm. And it goes from, yeah, trippy science stuff, unbelievable yeah. God stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ending. And so, there's a bit of mystery here in poetry and prose and perhaps a hidden treasure for those who find the key. But the key, where is it? Ah. That is the mystery. Otis T. Carr. Okay, so hang on, we got uh, comments. Since this manuscript was completed on March 9, 1952, there have been two noticeably verifying occurrences. The Press of the Land has recently featured an article about the Sphinx and the Pyramid with the observation that many renowned scholars feel that they are of a supernatural origin. And the same press has stated that little blades of grass, which a few days had little less moisture and a little more radiation from the sun, has cost a billion dollars loss in meat and dairy products. Another billion loss is recorded in fruits and vegetables for the same se- for the same reason, all within a small area of this continent. <laughs> is he just saying that his test that he conducted was reported and he caused billion dollars of losses? I don't know, Is that what he's saying there? I don't know. Who can question that the the metabolism of existence for organic, vegetable and animal life, including man upon the planet Earth, which is delicately balanced mechanism? Three points or three degrees above or below a line is sufficient enough to cause disaster. And there's a picture of... (laughs) As you scrolled up then, I've got to explain it to everyone. Um, the there's a picture on the side. The picture is tilted on its side, and as he scrolled up, whichever dude is standing there on the on the left, yeah, he was on the top. Yeah, and I was like, "Hang on a minute, is this cunt levitate, levitating?" Levitating. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's Otis here. This guy is Otis, Otis. pointing. Otis yep. is the one pointing, and he's this is this is his design. He's holding stuff. up a diagram that looks like something I produced in year four. Yeah, like a a, a, a what did we used to call them? Oh, it was yeah. The big posters. What were the they big called? Big posters, and you used to stick oh, stuff on no. the cardboard, and you'd roll it up oh, and take it no. in for your what was that class called? presentation. Not a collage? Is it a collage? No, it wasn't a collage. What was it bloody called? It, it was like a P letter. It was like yeah. a. It wasn't a poster. It was no, a it was, oh. project. Project something. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, that's going to drive I, me I feel like all Australian kids of our age would know exactly would, what we're know talking exactly about. what we're talking about. However, okay. So that's it, man. That picture is it. We that's are, it. That's we are, the end. That's the end. We've um, reached it. Okay. So the allegories kind of put a different lens on it. it well, yeah. It's, um, it's it, it could be that that fle- that final clue mm. as as the whole thing finishes because the the prolonged allegory throughout the entire story was the shift back to heavy religious connotation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the the religious sandwiches all the way through. Yeah. Led into by... Like trippy science stuff. Or multiple pages of, of poetry. Yeah, dark poetry. And, yeah, yeah. And different spacings and stuff. Like, I'd, look, man, I don't know, you know, like, a bit of a journey. Um, I'm super stoked that we did this. It was, of, it was a good read, though. Yeah. It was very... It was a bit enlightening. Absolutely. And look, there's some interesting ideas that he's got. Um, I 
Because, like, as we said, like, the Brothers of the Serpent with, um, what's his name, Marty... Um, Garver. Garver. They're up to the sixth episode. This Marty Garver is like an encyclopedia of this stuff. I can't believe his level of research. I, I, bow, I, I bow down to him. Dude, I, I think this guy's got a fucking... He's been tapped on the shoulder. He's automatic writing. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, he's doing a great job for someone who's pulling this... Obviously, yeah. he's done years and years of, of research. And he's just, yeah. The, but the, he's pulling this shit out of his ass. He's, he's, yeah, the, the Serpent Boys have, um, yeah, let him have a platform, which is oh, really cool. Look, and I, I look forward to those podcasts yeah. with him. Mm. They are really well put together. Mm. And I think through the lens of the information that we've learned through those podcasts, uh, and look, those boys do an excellent job. They really do. However, I have sent them three emails and they haven't got back to me. So, you know. <laughs> Come on, boys. Yeah. You know, any of, my any of my listeners, send an email to Brothers of the Serpent and tell them to get back in, t- get in touch with Unlocking the Code. Yeah. Because uh, I think we could do something. Could be fun. Yeah. However, through the lens of that Marty's given us, we're all through the 50s and the, the late 40s and into the 50s and 60s, there's this trippy, esoteric, um, you know, and look, there's every chance that Otis served in World War Two. I mean, if you look how old he is in 1958, yeah, right, he would have probably served in some capacity in World War Two in some version. I didn't look into that, right? Um, it's a completely different lens, but understanding that multiple people and multiple organisations across the world had many, many different people getting these downloads and these weird experiences and, you know, which leads into Skywalker Ranch and, you know, Roswell and, and you know... LSD experiments and all this weird stuff that we now know that was going on back then. Mm. And it seemed that in, in some ways a lot of it was just shut down, right? So did they did they get it to a dead end or it's like... Did they get it to a dead end or did they get answers and then it never shut down, it just went underground in terms of like... Um, we hear about like there seeming to be a lot of cases of it um, back in the early 20th century, mm. as in the whole, uh, what am I talking about? I'm talking about uh, automatic writing. Mm. Um, downloads. Downloads. What's the one where you view things? Uh, remote viewing. Remote viewing. Yeah. They were doing a lot of looking into this stuff. Mm. Plus, also, we're looking back at a historical point of view yeah cold um, war cold war so we've post, also got freedom of information blam, stuff uh, blast you know released I mean? yeah exactly they they feel like it's not that important anymore yeah. what they've what they've got what happened then is isn't but it's all secret. still redacted documents as well you know what ha, I mean? like, yeah, exactly even if you look at right. the freedom of information documents for otis Carr, a whole heap of that stuff was redacted right yeah. the, the, the old black pen was through a fair bit of it, yeah, exactly. You know, That's right. they've released the documents, but yeah, but you can't see them. They were black pen. They the were black penned when they were put away. You yeah, know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. like it was for for my eyes only. Yeah, as I erase this. That's shit right. Yeah, from the record, from the record that it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. And history is written by the victor. Mm, and look, it does come into question. You know, and I ask you: Do you think now that we've read this trippy dude's work, mm. do you think he would? He did what he said he did. What's your instinct on that? Well, he kind of. I guess. I guess our our next project is to um, look back into the fifties and see if there was what he he stated in the news. 
mm. in terms of the dairy <laughs> dairy yeah, yeah, industry the dairy and stuff industry, losing yeah. money. Yeah. Did he? Did he? Did he um, violate a whole heap of farmland with his yeah, test? with a with a test? Because he seems to claim that he he kind of did. Was, there was I the infer- like infer- inference in, inference that yes, that that was indeed the case. And I felt like that was him stating he's like three degrees like, above or below can cause catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that, kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went. Uh, yeah, so yeah. He, he adjusted the dizzy the wrong degree. You know yeah, I mean? that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was eight advanced the dizzy eight yeah, degrees. Yeah, yeah advanced. He's like, whoa, 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 that's back too it up. Far. Back too far. It up. <laughs> Three degrees either way, you're, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go more than that. Don't go more yeah. than that. Yeah, <laughs> stuff gets melted. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's highly possible. It is. You know. Yeah. It's um, not out of the realms of possibility. And I think the more that we learn, and this trippy, esoteric, automatic writing stuff that is coming through, like like the way he described that. So many of the stories that Marty Garz is telling us is very similar to that, you mm-hmm. know, sitting in the thing, pondering the universe, and then I was taken away and, and shown that, you know, love yeah. is the answer. I mean, maybe maybe my only question is, I wonder if he wrote all that backwards, you know, because that seems to be a common thread with automatic writing. Yeah, you start is, at the end. Is They start at the end and they write it backwards and then they have to sit there and turn it all back over again yeah, 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 sort of thing because that's something that uh, the watching angels like to do mm. apparently. When See things in the mirror form. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I wonder if it would it would be funny if there was like a later diary entry mm. that sort of stated that. That would just be a funny piece of information. Yeah. But that, man, look. That would add it to the list of all this other shit that's happening at the same time. Mm. I think interesting observations. I definitely had... Um, like the God stuff was getting too much for me. Um, oh yeah, but I, I'm I'm not but see, an, I'm but, not anti-religious. However, just, no, but see, we're we're also um, of our generation. Yeah, you know, and 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 God is dead. You know, and it's hard our, to look in, past in the our, pedophilia and in the, our gen- the corruption exactly. and the gold. The Catholic, and, mm. the Catholic Church really um, tainted everyone's mm. feeling mm. around that. Um, but yet, yeah, at the same time. Without them discrediting themselves the way they did, mm. um, I felt like as a civilization we were growing out of the religious. You know, the the government the government took the religion out of the Australian schools. Yeah, sort of thing that happened so, when we were children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all of that kind of stuff, I felt I feel like it's just not as much a part of society as what it used to be. But what's interesting is now we have the religion of science. Yeah. Right, that to pretend that that's not a religion—the blind faith and the white coat—and no, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, and we're under the oppression mm. of the religion of science as we speak. As we speak right now, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's causing a um, divide and conquer mentality. Mm. You know, it's it, it's in in Queensland and the east eastern seaboard of Australia. Mm. We have the the separation of of those who are racing for the. 70 to 80 percent compliance mm. and those who are pushing back against it mm. sort of thing so it's exactly where we are right now man pushing back against the religion but, of science yeah but is it not the again you know the vanity of man right mm. when you know you know the the the, the godfather of podcasting took ivermectin and got better in two days um <laughs> yeah and 
I'm pretty. You, you can't get ivermectin in Australia. They've banned it as because it's a dangerous substance. Yet it won oh, really? the Nobel Prize for fucking the best, one of the miracle yeah, when drugs. Was, when was that? 2015. It was 2015. Yeah. That ivermectin won the Nobel Prize for being the most, you know, effective. Yet. Yeah. Strangely effective across a broad spectrum yeah. of of things because isn't isn't ivermectin. A, a wormer for fucking cattle or something. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, or yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's all sorts of stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, but it's caused. It's, but like our yeah. primary, if we were to try and buy it here, mm. that's where I always thought you bought it from the produce shop. Yeah, you know, yeah, for agricultural, yeah, for agricultural reasons, sort of yeah. reasons. But you can it treats a number yeah. of different viral things. But which yeah, is, which is which but is a that, weird which is a weird piece of information in itself. Yeah, you know that broad spectrum. It it brings you back to uh your plant medicines and mm-hmm. stuff like that that treat mm-hmm. such a broad spectrum mm-hmm. of uh ailments and it's and it is the vanity of man that is preventing something that would be cheap and easy to solve the problem maybe you know more testing yeah. all those sorts of no, things exactly However, and i agree the vanity of man mm-hmm. makes us believe we can produce a perfect experimental um medication yeah well produce a perfect vaccination in such a short period of time mm. it's like you you have to believe in the vanity of man to believe that that is possible but also it's like we are so vain cash. that we think we can do it oh cash. yeah oh yeah right straight up yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah bloody oath and the funny thing is the ones that were developed here in queensland all got shut down mm. like all got pushed back against mm. and the three the three that have been imported from some other country are all made by the three biggest fucking yeah pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical yeah, yeah, country right. companies on the on the planet. It's like the the little vaccines that were created in the 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 labs in the medical laboratory down the road from here in southeast Queensland. They were pushed back against mm. sort of thing. So mm. it's, yeah, it's it look it's all the altar of science, it's, man. It's, it's it's a deep deep cauldron of. And the despair. And how interesting is it that in 1952, how many of his ideas did we resonate with 70 was, years later? I was actually very surprised at exactly that fact. Mm. There were so many things that he was talking about. That we still that, haven't figured out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that like resonate 70, through to this time to now. this moment. And some of the descriptions of man and... Yeah. You know, there's, there were some deep things there, dude. No, exactly, man. But yeah, I think that was a cool read and... I hope we've, I hope we've uh, excited some people enough to go and you know, read through it for themselves, mm. or at least at least at least taking you on a bit of a journey, a bit yeah. of an escape. That's right. And uh, maybe maybe next time we should um, delve down. You know, we should skip sides because Otis Otis definitely um, was pushing. Th- the God side, the religious narrative, yeah. The, well, not only the religious one, but, but the, the God side of the re- yeah, yeah, the yeah. religious narrative. Maybe we should delve down the um, Cro- yeah. Crowley, the Carson's, the yeah. Oca- uh, so one of their books next time. Look, I think you know, I, I I do get a bit humbled by some of the Brothers of the Serpent stuff. They do a really good job, but I do think um, uh, you know, we we should give, have a bit of an interpretation on some of the other stuff man look I think this could be a thing you know what I mean I think maybe we have a bit of a think about um, some books and maybe we come together for a reading every now and again and you know uh, do a bit of a exploration um, 100% into different ideas yeah well brother thanks very much let's wrap it up you're welcome 
Uh, it's been another another good one. That was that was a quick one tonight. Yeah, it was just a bit over an hour or so, which that is was good, man. Beautiful, you know, it's good timing. So excellent, awesome guys. Really appreciate all the time and uh, the patience and the support you guys have given us over the years. Um, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be kind. Be cool. Cheers, bro. Signing off. Good night. Thanks, guys. Take those hands in the dark alone.